You know how fast you were going? What? How fast you were going? I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast, so if you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot, turn this off before you get butt hurt and mad, start to cry, have to run to your safe space. All opinions are those of the host and his guest, and do not reflect the opinions of any government agency. Welcome back to another episode of Motor Cop Chronicles Podcast. I'm your host, the Iceman. As usual, we do have a guest today. We're going to introduce him. Uh, I actually saw him on TikTok also. I sent him a message and uh, got him to become a guest. And he's going to tell us some of his uh, funny stories and maybe some others or something. So let's get him introduced. Uh, He goes by Officer Bacon, and how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Oh, I am wonderful today, except for the rain. <laughs> I'm I'm, t- I'm sick and tired of the rain. All I will say is Officer Bacon is uh, in Texas, somewhere in the great state of Texas. So let's get started. I always try to ask a few questions, and I didn't ask. let them know this ahead of time. Just the icebreaker questions. Uh, what is your favorite drink? My favorite drink, alcoholic or non? Whatever your favorite drink is. Uh, I mean, the one that keeps me going is uh, definitely Bang Energy drinks. I would say that. <laughs> What's your that, uh, fl- favorite flavored Bang? Mm, I believe. Uh, the blue raz that they have out. Okay, because Bang has a shitload of yeah, flavors yeah, out fine. there. Honestly, I, I've tried the uh, the Bangs. I, I still I'm a white monster guy. I just like the white monsters. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> you got a favorite what? alcoholic drink, or you don't drink alcohol? Oh no, yeah. To do this job, I definitely need to drink alcohol. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I, I bounce between uh, either if it's domestic, it's definitely going to be ultra, and then if it's an import, it's going to be a Corona Premier. Beer so guy. Yeah, definitely beer and shots. I mean, I uh, definitely like shots. I'm, I'm straight up whiskey guy. I don't even touch beer. <laughs> everybody knows that listens that I enjoy the old smoky salted watermelon whiskey that I'm still stuck on. Until I can get my hands on the root beer flavor, and I'm going to try some shit with that. But uh, if you ever get a chance to try the salted watermelon, as we were talking about, salted watermelon flavored whiskey, what I do is I take a regular size Yeti cup, fill it up with ice, two shots of the whiskey, one shot of sour, three shots of the uh, cranberry watermelon flavored uh, juice. Okay. And uh, finish it off from the top of it with the crushed watermelon soda pop. And stir it up, and it tastes like a watermelon Jolly Rancher that can get you intoxicated because you cannot taste any whiskey in it whatsoever. My wife, <laughs> the women even like it, okay? I mean, hey, if it's a... It's a party favorite. Sounds good to me. Is 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 good. I mean, I was on the uh, I was on the peanut butter for a long time. The peanut butter flavored whiskey. Mm-hmm. But once I got a hold to the uh, watermelon, I hadn't got off of that. I'm gonna try to root beer, but I ain't, can't find it yet. What's your okay. favorite movie? Favorite movie is uh, definitely gonna be Starship Troopers. That's uh oh man, that's just like one of them old uh, I love B that. classics right there. Exactly, a classic. I love that movie. Yeah, the the second so, one not so much. The first 
was totally awesome. It's one of them shows. Every time I, if I'm happen to be flipping through channels and it's on, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely rewatch that. I have no problem with that. Good, that's a good movie. Uh, what's your favorite restaurant? Favorite restaurant? Uh, I know cops like to eat. So. My favorite restaurant. I mean, definitely. Uh, if it's gonna be on duty, it's probably gonna be like Taco Bell. Something quick and easy. Uh, yeah, you gotta watch Taco Bell on duty, man. Cause that could be. Bad. No, I definitely. If if I'm on duty, I eat certain things from Taco Bell because I'm I'm not having. I'm not about that life and feeling heavy and eating a couple burritos and then going into a foot chase. So that's uh that that is not recommended. <laughs> um, I mean, definitely on duty would probably be something quick and easy like that, but uh, probably like a salt grass or Texas long like a, the Longhorn Steakhouse. Definitely my uh my go to. So you like a rare or medium rare or well uh, medium rare kind of guy. Everybody gets grossed out when when I eat steaks. I like mine like rare, rare, like just brown it. Really? <laughs> yeah, I like it like almost raw. Everybody's oh. like they, they won't even look at me when I'm eating it. They like I don't know how you eating that raw meat, but I, it's delicious. And <laughs> last one's gonna be uh are you a ten mile an hour over guy or a fifteen mile an hour over guy? Well, see, I live in Houston, so. Everybody's about twenty over here. So, if you're going over twenty, then we have an issue because I'm going twenty over. So, if you're going faster than me, then yeah, it's definitely twenty miles is probably my uh, my limit. So, do not go over twenty miles an hour if you're in the Houston area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, see, he's much nicer than I am because everybody knows I'm gonna a ten over guy. Yeah, if I'm doing traffic, you, you messed up. You done fucked up. So that's that's the reason why uh, I would do a traffic stop, if anything. So, uh, basically, I'm going to let you uh, kind of have it some. Uh, you did advise me you've been, you've been on a job for about two years or so now. Been through Academy. Yeah. And you like working. He likes working them drugs and them guns. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. I've, uh, yeah. I, when I say I've been on two years, everybody assumes rookie, but, uh, I, um, I'm one of those, uh, classified shit magnets that, uh, it, not only a shit magnet, but a proactive one. So, uh, I get into things almost every other day. Uh, it's very common to me, like, especially when I'm on the phone with family or anything like that. They're like asking how your day's going. I'm like, uh, you know, just dealt with a couple guns, you know, one or two stabbings and, you know, uh, some guy got ran over while riding a bike and like, you know, that's like a typical Tuesday for me. And then everybody else is kind of like panicky, you know, saying that, Hey, the job's dangerous. But I mean, that's, it, it's very, it's very common here to get into something here in Houston. Well, if you, as long as you're proactive, a proactive cop is going to be a definite shit magnet. Oh yeah. No, it, uh, it makes the shift go quick. So yeah. you, you, you don't get, uh, called on the carpet too often <laughs> i remember when i was like i was i was a shit magnet super proactive and it was like i was in the boss's office every other day getting oh up. yeah oh, uh, internal affairs told me that uh, if i don't have write-ups i'm not doing my job right so i was like okay plan to see you next week <laughs> kind of like well when i went through academy in 1995 <laughs> Or, wow. I'm sorry, I went through Academy. I got hired in 95, went through in 96. But uh, how old, were you even born in 96? I was born in 94. Yeah. Okay, I so was, you uh, were two old. years old. Yeah. My, the instructor, she is a female. She was like, if you basically told us, if you if you do your whole law enforcement career and don't get sued, you never did your job. Well, I took care of that in my first two years on the job. So yeah, I mean, uh, I think I have as many write-ups as I do awards, so uh, it, it's kind of evened out. So hopefully, like when I apply to my next agency, you know, if I ever decide to leave, you know, they'll uh, they'll take that into uh, 
consideration that hey you know he's got a couple write-ups but uh, a couple of suspensions but he does have these pretty nice shiny awards uh. well to me personally if i see a cop that don't have write-ups don't have suspension or don't have complaints on him from the public you probably ain't been doing nothing oh yeah you've definitely been retired on duty just collecting a paycheck because whenever you go to a call in my experience, when you go to you go to domestic, a lot of times, unless the, if you got two people there, a complaint and then a, a other person, a suspect, whatever you want to call it, if you mm-hmm. get any type of call like that and you leave, somebody's going to be pissed off, if not both of them. So, you, oh, oh yeah, no. Usually, <laughs> it's very rare for both sides of the party to be uh, content with the decision. Mm. That, that's only in a perfect world. Yeah, you're definitely doing your job out there. Uh, we we got to do our ask about our naked story for Freebird because Freebird has to live uh, through all of our naked stories since he has no naked stories. All right. I mean, uh, so, yeah, like I was saying, um, my partner and I, we got uh, dispatched to a disturbance. Uh, had an, a uh, elderly female, uh, no clothes on, sleeping on a blanket inside a bus shelter. But was she so, the type you want to see naked or not see naked? Oh no 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 no! no. <laughs> I would uh, I would definitely pass on it. I would, uh, <laughs> Let's tell everybody. I would I would pay her to keep her clothes on. It's always the ones you don't want to see naked. Oh yeah, clearly. Just I I, I don't even want to think of it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean we get there. Um, starts making a bunch of noises and everything my part my partner he starts like introducing himself going through the basics uh just trying to figure out what was going on and then uh we determined that uh she was hard of hearing and deaf so luckily on those calls uh, i usually make the scene because i have uh american sign language on my background so while i was sitting there talking to her uh she was getting stressed out and uh my partner like walked away went to go get her some of the uh the basic like paper clothes, paper scrubs to uh, to put on to cover up, and it seems that as soon as she he pulled those out, uh, she got frantic and upset. So she stood up with all the goodies out and decided to pick up this uh, to go container uh, hidden underneath her blanket of spaghetti, and she just blatantly started putting it all over herself uh, while kind of jumping around being frantic. So. I she took the clothes from my partner. She wouldn't holler and eat me or nothing like that, right? No, no, no. Okay, no. well, she, uh, I'm making sure. No, she was just, she was furious, just kind of whining and making noises. So when I'm trying to figure out what exactly is going on, uh, I just grab the clothes, I hand them to her. I was like, hey, go ahead, put these on, like, go, go take a walk, while I'm also trying not to get hit with any tomato sauce or anything else. <laughs> Uh, I was like, hey, listen, you just you take these and you just get on walking and, you know, you have a nice day. So, I mean, as soon as she walked off our property, uh, I was like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so, I don't uh, We call them OPC down here. You like, like uh, put a mental hold on them and have oh, them evaluate so, yeah, or have, anything like have, that. We have those, but, I mean, uh, technically I didn't see – she just seems, you know, to be upset, you know, customer service. So <laughs> – I didn't see any means to, you know, detain her, put her in the back of my car, take her to the hospital. So I gave <laughs> did, her clothes. Uh, did she put the clothes on? Uh, she was putting the clothes on okay. while, like, <laughs> yelling and making noises and stuff. So, I mean, as soon as she walked off our property, I was like, hey, uh, yeah, you can show us clear information. I got to go get gas so you can show me enough to gas pump <laughs> so I don't get sent back. And uh, I was like, you know, you get a call back. She's the city's problem. So. Good thing we can uh, we can uh, rely on Houston Police Department just to go deal with that. Yeah, it's kind of like when you you hear that dispatch call come out of some naked dude running around, you know, high on something, and everybody sounds like, I don't want to respond to that. Be the first one to answer the radio. Oh, yeah, definitely get the county or the city in route. Like either you, or. Whoever you do. Don't want the naked guy. That's it. Yeah, get a patrol unit in route. So whatever other kind of... Uh, funny type calls you've had just stupid excuses uh, people you arrested making dumbass comments or um I mean one traffic stop that I did uh individual was going uh 148 and 65 
my partner and I, we were just going home. Well, we were actually just going back to the station after getting sent to a late call right before uh, uh, our shift ended. And uh, so my partner, my partner is definitely a traffic cop. I mean, he, he's definitely a state trooper at heart. So whenever it comes to traffic, he is the, uh, the guy that handles all of that. So as soon as we got over there, make contact, talking to him, I was like, Hey, so, um, what, what's, what's, what's the deal? Like, are you having any medical emergency or anything like that? And he goes, no, it's a, it's our first date. And uh, I'm just trying to show off to, you know, this girl. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. So I walked back to the car and, uh, my partner, you know, this guy, he seemed real uptight, you know, privileged that he had a lot of money. So nothing was going to really happen to him. What kind of car was he in that was doing a hundred? Uh, it was an Audi R8. Okay. I don't know so, if it was a Nissan. Like a, Damn, like a, Nissans are fast as fuck, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely Nissans. And I mean, if you can find an actual decent Honda Civic, sometimes those. <laughs> Not ones that sound like lawnmowers. No, I'm just saying I've, I've been in several vehicle pursuits with, uh, and them damn fucking, them Nissan Maximus and Altimus, they will, I'm telling you, they will haul ass. Oh, yeah. But, uh, I mean, my partner really put a damper on uh, what happened with this traffic stop. So he goes, ma'am, you know, are you going to have a ride? And she asked, what do you mean have a ride? He goes, oh, when your uh, boyfriend right here goes to jail for reckless driving. And then, I mean, he changed his tune up real quick and then uh, came clean saying that it's not even his car. It's his uh, it's his work car and that it's registered to uh, his dad's <laughs> law firm and all this other kinds of stuff. So like, oh. Oh, okay. So uh, you just you just sitting here saying that this is all you, and I mean he's coming clean in front of her after lying to her about all these things. So we're like, okay. He probably told her he was the lawyer, you know. Oh yeah, but it was just his daddy's car. Daddy's car. Daddy's car. So my partner took uh, took that information and was like, oh okay. So you know, let me uh, let me go back to the car. My partner and I are figuring out. I was like, hey, what do you want to do? He's like, well, you know, he's really pissed me off, so. I think I'm going to take this one. I was like, all right, cool. So I sat back. He took primary on it. He walked over there and uh, he wrote him seven different tickets for seven different dates at seven different times. That, that's, uh, that, that's at, a good uh, one. I think it was between five different courthouses. <laughs> really? So, yeah, it was five different courthouses, all different times and all different dates. So technically, he just took an entire week out of this man's time just because he wanted to run his mouth and think he was some hot shit. Well, it was better than. Uh... Just placing him under arrest and towing oh, the yeah. vehicle. We wanted to get off on time, so you know this was the. It was been close to the end of shift, right? Oh no, it was end of shift. Yeah, I mean we got oh, yeah, sent yeah. to a call fifteen minutes after uh, before end of shift, and we got disregarded five minutes going towards it, and then on our way back we caught him. So I mean he was furious because he had plans, and his uh, fiance is not one to piss off. So I, 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 I totally had get people, it. you know. I'll be out working grand or something and you know, just writing speeding tickets and people have, you know, talked their way in to me going get my other ticket book and start handwriting exactly. tickets on uh different court on ticket books like for you know, I'm not I don't know how window ten is where you're at. I mean we have everybody has window tent laws, I assume. But in the area I work, and I'm not a real big strict uh, strickler on it. I have a I have a tent meter and all that crap. But I usually don't give people shit on it unless they just piss uh -huh. me off. I mean, I do the whole front windshield thing bothers the shit out of me. I hate that just for the reason where I know these motherfuckers can't see where they're going at night. <laughs> yeah. When I start popping out on window tent ticket laws or cracked windshields and. Start writing them tickets for shit they didn't even know you could get a ticket for. Because <laughs> you uh -huh. done pissed me the hell off. I don't know. You said you uh, you had any good drug drug bust or something? I know you said you uh, get some get some guns and stuff. Uh, AKs and... Yeah, I've, got, I've gotten a couple AKs, a couple ARs, uh, a lot of AR pistols. Um, let's see. Uh... Well, uh, he's like convicted not, felon people because I know I believe that y'all open carry state like we are, aren't you? Well, we are we are open carry on September first, where they don't require a license anymore. What There's about no in license. your vehicle, uh, like in Louisiana? 
uh, your vehicle is considered an extension of your home. So in Louisiana, you don't have to have a permit or anything to have a gun in your vehicle anywhere as you want in your vehicle, under the seat, stuffed in between the seat. As long as you can legally own a weapon, it's not illegal to have it in your car anywhere. Well, so with the castle doctrine, I mean, it's provided that, you know, it's an extension of your home. Um, but I mean, if it's like not in plain view, like if it's in plain view, like that's, that's a violation right there. So, um, if they've got it like in their glove compartment or they've got it like secured in the trunk or something like that, that's okay. But I mean, you've got some of these guys that like keep it in their doors, uh, just because we get a lot of road rage incidents here in Houston that end up actually happening in shootings. That's against the law over there. Correct. Yeah. Okay. We got people at Mount, you know. Will screw a holster up on underneath their dashboard where it's just in, it's not illegal here. Just yeah, and they think that that's uh, concealed, but that's not because if I can clearly see it through the window, aka that means plain view. Like that's it, pretty much the definition of plain so view. So you I can click. Can, you cannot have it in plain view. No, you cannot have it in plain view. See, I'd rather have it in plain view than hidden somewhere. Well, I mean, it, it varies. I mean, you, you can have, you know, a 70-year-old grandma running around with a 45, but, I, I mean, it's not surprised. Hmm. I just find it interesting how just even next-door neighbor states right here just have such different, you know. It's probably why I get – I pull over a lot of people from Texas since, you know, Texas is a neighboring state, and they're always like, you know, I, I have a, a the gun here. I'm like, okay, we'll just leave your gun where it's at, and we'll leave mine where mine's at. Because I just assume every car I walk up to has a gun in it. So. Right. So the ones you got, the they cased up with these convicted felon guys, or they were just... Oh, yeah. I mean, I've most of the time, I mean, I'll get somebody with an AK. They're having it in a backpack, just kind of chilling there. They'll at first say, oh, yeah, that's not mine. And they'll be like, oh, okay, we'll take the AK out. And then I'll say, what, you can't have a backpack with, you know... Uh, with an AK in it, and I was like, well, you can. And then he'll be like, well, then what's wrong with my backpack? Well, I mean, you just claimed ownership. So, I mean, there is an issue. I mean, when you're threatening people with it because they're not, you know, driving a bus or some shit, like, that's an issue. And then it'd be like, oh, well, that's not mine. Like, that's my twin brother's. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> now you got a twin, right? Okay. Like, everybody here in Houston almost has a twin. Like, real. <laughs> These ain't my pants. Right, exactly. I'm just holding them for a friend. I don't know whose pants that. Where'd that drug come from? That's not my pants. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, we got a, got in a little pursuit a month back, and the guy ended up having a gun in the vehicle. He was, uh, I, I give props where it is. There's a, another guy found the gun because we, we went through this car. I went through it and everything. He actually had, had made a concealed compartment underneath the steering wheel inside the dashboard and this other guy happened to see something that didn't look right to him and pulled it and the compartment opened and there was a pistol inside of it which is not illegal in the state of Louisiana except that this subject was a convicted felon and had just gotten out of jail like three weeks before Right now if this ding dong would have stopped when I put my lights on him to stop him I would have just because he had a driver's license, the car was completely legal. I would have had no reason to search his vehicle. I would have gave him a speeding ticket. He'd have went on about his business. Now he went to jail, charged with felon in possession of firearms. You can get ten years for. Right. So, just people are stupid. You, you made any big, any big drug bust or anything like that? I'm, I'm, I don't. Um, I. I have one where uh, uh, a guy that I was actually taken in on a failed ID charge. Uh, I mean, as soon as we got in the uh, in the jail, uh, he ended up using his prison wallet and tried sneaking in 47 grams of uh, synthetic marijuana. Oh, the mojo shit makes you crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, he caught another charge on that. And I mean, I was I, I really just wanted to ask him. I was like, bro, how did you fit that in there? But because I mean, it was a large bag. And I mean, I was just kind of curious. I was like, dang, dude, like, you, you got what? Like, I didn't see that. Like, when we pat you down and everything like that, like, where'd that come from? And I mean, he just did not want to talk about it. Yeah, in his butt, didn't he? Exactly. His prison wallet. Ugh. 
yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. <laughs> uh, it, it, uh, <laughs> I just, uh, you know, I just could not, you know, as a man myself, yeah, no. shove anything, you know, to hide anything in my ass. I had to go, you know, I'm 50 years old, so. You know, I yeah, no, finger I mean, in the, the finger in the butt of. thing, and you know, I, I walked out of the doctor's office, and I swore to God, everybody knew what just happened to me, and <laughs> and I, I picked up a pamphlet for rape counseling, and I walked out and felt violated. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the doctor, you know, the doctor knew that I wasn't happy, and uh, she had made the comment. She was a female. She said, well, just think of it. I'm, at least I'm a lady. I have small fingers. That's like, you're not helping the, the fact oh, at yeah, no. all. You know, I mean, thank God I didn't walk in there and, you know, have some, you know, ex-NFL lineman or something that decided to become a proctologist or something with, you know, eight-inch right. round fingers or something like that. But it was like, yeah, I just say, I don't know how these people – stick stuff like that up their ass and but then they, then they want to consume it yeah <laughs> which just baffles me i mean i, I would never want to do that i don't know no, no i'm not you know done i guess that's why when you work prison you make them bend over and cough but <laughs> yeah so, it's like, god yeah, yeah, that, well that, i mean at least they didn't have a gun in there no, I mean, I've seen honestly, it. I've seen I've seen X-rays of people with guns shoved in their inside of their assholes. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, definitely with the the size of the bag, he could have definitely uh, snuck in a Glock. Clearly, God, probably even a part of a circus. Let's yeah. be real. And he had no grip left to hold his money, and I bet you when he farted, it just went <sighs> like an yep. old man. <laughs> so, Oh, so you keep saying your partner, y'all ride two man units where you're at? Uh, so we, we actually ride solo, but during the times that we were, uh, on a proactive initiative, um, we would ride two man for officer safety. I got you. I got you. Texas. But then, I mean, uh, we kept getting into too much shit. So they're like, you know what? Let's not do that for you too. Anybody <laughs> else? Yeah, that's fine. But you guys know that we're not doing that ever again. So you work on, y'all. You on you work the off like flip flop nights days or you strictly uh, nope. nights strictly nope. days. Uh, it's a set schedule for us. Uh, our department, uh, every officer gets a, a part of a weekend, so it's either Sunday Mondays off or Friday Saturdays. So and it's a set schedule unless you change what shift or what uh, position you want to do. But uh, I mean, I work one p to nine p every day. So you don't work twelves? No, we work eights. Okay, that's, that's, I guess that's good for you or good for the guys. I mean, I mean a lot of like I'm in motors, so most motors yeah. either work eights or tens. But uh, I mean, I'm Monday through Friday, you know, seven to three. I mean, I got a good schedule. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. like uniform department I went now uniform. You do a month of nights, which is uh, four to four, and then you uh, on the first Wednesday each month they'll switch over and you'll do the same thing on on days. My prior department, either you worked days or you worked nights, and it was twelve hour shift. They worked shift work, but you either on night shift or day shift. They wouldn't move back and forth. So every department does it different. I know some departments do uh, four tens and stuff like that. I mean, I wouldn't mind four tens. Yeah, but you're doing eights. Eights eight, 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 aren't that bad. Twelve hours can get long sometimes. Yeah, I mean, twelves um, could be nice too, but I mean, it would just keep rotating days. Uh, I think the tens. I, I, I would prefer the tens, to be honest. Oh, I, I would, I'd work four tens myself. Three days, three day weekends. Yeah, I would prefer that over over anything. Hell to the yes. Uh, <laughs> So, where your schedule works, if y'all do, if you if you just happen, if it's a holiday and it's your time, you're just working. Correct. Okay. And you just get double pay. Yeah. They make that sound so great. It's really not that great. 
It just seems like they just take more taxes out of it on yeah. the overtime part. It's like last time I had on some uh, overtime for a holiday thing, and I'm like, yeah, this was not as great as I thought it was going to be on my check. So right, they can keep it. It's usually, how it works. You know, I don't know. You got any aspirations eventually to go to like? Do you want to be a canine one day, or detective, or? Um, actually, uh, I'm in the process of uh, going through the interview for uh, the uh, attack position with my department for attack team. Oh, you said attack or? Attack, like oh, TAC. I was like, damn! I never heard the department had actually had an attack team. <laughs> no, no, you can't use that word around law. I was like, wow. <laughs> Since you you got a like last apartment house with with uh they call it SRT even though it's SWAT because yeah, a lot of departments now you know say SWAT you know it sounds too intimidating well that's the point of it but right we used to have a an SRT team here but uh, they got rid of it because it was too intimidating so the tag team's basically the same thing right just different name uh well so the SRT team. Um, so none, none of it. So yeah, it's called a tag team, but with my agency, it's called uh transit marshals. So that, that is the way that they, uh, made it. I mean, it's, it's our tag team where they do the plain clothes, uh, serving warrants, anything like that. Um, but it's just, so it's I a guess full-time gig. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's, that's your specialized unit. That's, okay. that's your shift. Okay, I mean my, that's that's your because a lot of departments like I was S, I was SRT but it was not a they didn't have a full time SRT team. Oh no, it was just uh, yeah. Our our SRT team uh, used to be as um used to be full time as well. Oh, so that was a uh, you were always driving around just staying ready on call. No, yeah, kind of like the TV show. Yeah, <laughs> SWAT. <laughs> No, I, a lot of things, I, I don't know any departments around here in, in Louisiana at all that have full-time SWAT. Like I said, we did it. We did all the extra training. I went through, you know, different SWAT schools and tactical mm-hmm. schools and all that stuff. Now, we because we put in all it, because we had to have, we did so much training a month and the call-outs and all that stuff like that. Basically, you got uh, so much more money a month added to your pay t- paycheck for being on the team like i don't know an extra supplemental or pay or whatever and after 10 years if you stayed on the team for 10 years you could retire off the team and keep your pay for it so that's how it worked it was a i know the the training and everything i mean it was a lot of fun when in my younger days when i came to the new department i was they have a they have a srt type team in uh I was asking, you know, if I wanted to join it, and I was like, "Oh no, no, that's for that's for you young fellas." Now I'm, <laughs> I, I, my, I don't feel like running and gunning and doing all that crap anymore. I've been run over twice. I've been over to the hood of two cars and motorcycle crashes on duty and all that stuff like that. I'm like, no, my my old body's getting broke up enough to do any running and gunning and stuff like that. Right. So do you, do you have to? Do, like, the guys on the team, this unit, have to, like, do they, like, approve you or you just put in for it and then you have to go through some training or a a Uh, test or something uh, like that? You got to go through an oral board review. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, You have to go through an oral board review and then they do a selection process. And then once you get actually selected, then they apply and uh, they send you to the training. Uh, SWAT school, plain clothes, um, and they go. Uh, I mean, they, they've actually got a lot of training. I think it's like a eighty-hour block for it. Uh, well, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> is it a bump in pay or is it a lateral? No, it's just a lateral. Do y'all have motors so, out there? I know you're gonna have motors. Yeah, no, we've got motors. We've got. Uh, I think we have. 10 or 12 guys on motors. Yeah. I know Texas runs a lot of fairing bikes. Yeah. They got a lot of bikes. So well, all our bikes, uh, they work the HOVs, uh, roads. So they don't do, they don't usually do the main lanes or anything like that. Well, 
there's a competition here in the Baton Rouge area. That on um, one of the bigger one of the bigger ones in the country, and we get a lot of guys from uh, Texas comes down for the competition. They got I tell you, they yeah. got some <laughs> damn good riders comes out of Texas on competition wise and stuff like that. So I guess you said you never were a big, you're not a big traffic guy, so I don't see you trying to get motors or anything like that. Yeah. So, I know you got some more funny stories there, fella. Um, funny stories? I mean, I've got the, I've, I've got one where, uh, I mean, it just recently happened. Uh, we, uh, my partner and I, again, uh, double trouble. Uh, we were in pursuit of a suspect. Uh, suspect took off on foot, so I took off after him, and my partner went to go get the car. Uh as I'm going through the neighborhoods and everything, I'm put, trying to give out like my current location of my partner. He's trying to figure out where I am. Uh, as soon as I get to a clear road, he sees me and he's walking on the road with a complainant. I'm like, Hey, what are you doing? Go get your car. He's like, I didn't know where you were. So I, I was trying to find out. So he starts running back to the car and the complainant stays with me. And I'm just walking up this road now trying to find this guy. Uh, and my partner comes up behind me in, in the shop. And I jumped in the front seat, and for some reason, the complainant jumped in the back. And we're like, what the hell? So, I mean, we, we were already rolling, so my partner just kept going. I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be great. So uh, we start making our way down the road. We get eyes on the suspect again, and uh, he uh, runs down this dirt alley. So we drive down the dirt alley as well, and then uh, he tries jumping over a fence. So my partner jumps out, and uh, he tries going over the fence and can't get over. So... He jumps back in the passenger seat. I ran around at the time he was trying to go over the fence and jumped in the driver's seat. And sure enough, this complainant got back in the car and we started driving. And as soon as we uh, we cleared this dirt alley and the brush, I mean, there was just a real sweet bayou right there that we just decided to roll into. <laughs> you know, it, was, uh, it was not a good thing. Well, at least it wasn't filled with water, right? <laughs> he didn't yeah, submerge no, no a car water. or nothing like, like that. So. Nobody yeah. got hurt. <laughs> Nobody got hurt, and we ended up catching the guy right around the block. I was so. getting ready to ask you if you caught the bad guy. No, yeah, we we caught him, and I mean, he was crying, saying that he was so sorry, and that, you know, he just he just wanted to apologize, and he didn't mean for any of it to happen, and he didn't want us to take us to jail. I was like, listen, man, I just crashed my car in the bayou, all because of this, all because you want to run. Like this is this is all set in stone. Like your your future is is behind bars. That, that's a done deal. They're always sorry. Game. Yeah, you want to play a stupid game? You want a stupid prize. Real quick. They all, they're all sorry when they get caught. Oh, yeah. That's like you want to see a whole bunch of recently uh, saved Christian people go to court, mm-hmm. wait for the inmates to come in, because they all come in holding their little Bible, because they all done found Jesus in in, uh, in jail. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I said, the, you can it's find Jesus convenient. in jail. And he don't always speak Spanish, so y'all yeah. y'all have a, in Texas y'all have a large Spanish population. They don't make y'all uh, learn Spanish or anything like that, huh? Uh no, no, they don't. I don't know if it was like some kind of they they don't require that us either. I got a good translator app on my phone there. <laughs> yeah, no, uh. If we have an issue where there's a translation barrier, we just put over the air that we need that, you know, Spanish speaking officer or whatever uh language is being spoke. Yeah, I'll try to Jedi mind trick them every now and then. Cuz yeah. usually if you got a group of them, you're going to have one person that speaks English, somewhat or something like that. I had a a younger younger uh cop with me. Not too mm-hmm. long ago, and I pulled over two uh, Hispanics on the uh, interstate, and you know, both of them are new obli in me. And one of them kept having a smirk on his face, and he was kind of pissing me off. So I pulled them both out of the vehicle. I was by myself, so I just called for a, another unit just because I had two vic- subjects out, out of the vehicle, and I was by myself, even though both of them were about the combined was the size of me. <laughs> so. 
I'm not a ginormous guy, but I'm six foot and three hundred pounds, so I'm not little yeah. either. So, yeah, yeah, I feel that. And these guys were together probably, you know, six four and one hundred ninety pounds. <laughs> but, but I both had them out, and uh, none of us spoke Spanish. And I just kind of, I was, I looked at the other uh, cop that was there, and I looked at him. I said, "We were on a bridge, elevated." Uh, a span bridge in a uh, uh-huh. elevated over water and I looked at the guy and said so you think if I chunk these little bastards over this bridge rail right here anybody's gonna miss them and <laughs> the little young guy the cop just kind of looked at me his eyes were real big and shit like that he didn't realize what I was doing when I was saying I was watching them to see if I got a reaction out of either one of them to see if they knew what I was saying that's messed up which which they, I, I think neither one of them did speak because I got a no reaction. They didn't even look up at me when I said it or anything. So uh, I'm pretty sure they didn't. And after they left, I looked at them. I said, dude, you know I was joking, right? I was just trying to see if I could catch one of them lying that they actually understood what we were saying. Because his, his look on his face was like, oh, my God, he's about to jump these little dudes off the branch. Let the gators eat them or something. I'm like, I was just fucking saying something to see if I got a reaction. So... Jeez. If anybody's listening, do not use that technique, okay? I can't guarantee <laughs> that you won't get in trouble with your agency. Yeah, somebody I, might have something to say about it. I, I, I do shit like that. That's why I've been suspended and everything else on uh, throughout my career because I just say shit I shouldn't say sometimes because, you know, I just say shit without thinking about it. It's a bad habit I got, but... <laughs> Don't take that as training advice. If you want to try yeah. to Jedi mind trick them, <laughs> uh, look at them and say, uh, I have used this one before. It's not going to get you in trouble. Like, saying you're going to throw somebody off of a bridge. But I just made a comment like, uh, look at one of them dead in their eyeball while I'm talking to them and say, hey, your pants is unzipped. And if they look down, the motherfuckers know what you're saying. If they just sit there and look at you in your face, they probably don't understand what you're saying. So the pants on zip one's probably more safe for people to use. Yeah, don't don't threaten throw people off. Yeah, usually I just tell them like, "Hey, listen, if you work with me, like I promise I won't take you to jail." And then like you know, if they end up coming clean, then my partner will just take them to jail. And if they try to they call out like, "Hey, man, you said you weren't gonna take me to jail," I was like, "Yeah, you're right. I ain't gonna take you to jail. My partner's driving. Like that ain't me." (laughs) See, I didn't lie to you. No, I didn't lie. Don't call ICE no more. You can't get any help out of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> not the ICE agent's fault, by the way. Not gonna st- I'm not going to get into that part of the... I'll start on a rant. I will start on a rant. <laughs> yeah. Because politics piss me off. Come back on a Wednesday if you want to hear that shit. <laughs> oh, by the way, for our listeners out there, I did talk to Doc. Uh, he was supposed to be back this Wednesday. Uh, he got in touch with me today. He says he's claiming he has a respiratory infection. He has the Rona, maybe. I don't know if he got checked or not. So I told him if he's feeling okay, we'll phone him in. If not, uh, either I'll be running solo or I'll maybe. I'd like to try to get Freebird on, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But, uh, I'll keep docking your thoughts if he got the Rona. I don't know what he's got. I told everybody, I was going to tell everybody he had the, the HIV and he was taking medicine for it. But <laughs> he's got mm-hmm. a respiratory infection. So come back Wednesday when you want to hear the, the politics and stories of this shit. Right. <laughs> so uh, you and your partner seem like y'all, y'all you said you uh, went to Academy together. Uh, Yeah. Uh, my partner and I, we went to the academy together. So we uh, that's where we met and everything like that. Uh, he was uh, originally a, a tow truck driver, and I was a general manager of a restaurant. So it was an interesting pair. Tow truck driver, and they, now when you when he's working a crash, he don't try to like tell the tow truck driver how to do his job, does he? Uh, no, but. I mean, we if the tow truck drivers act up and they want to argue or anything like that, I mean, he literally knows, like, their rules and everything for the city that, like, if 
officer tells you to clear the scene like we have enough records and you want to argue about it you uh, everybody has to clear and we can request a new one like they ever try to pull some bullshit like a record tries to tell us what to do i mean he just he, he that's his pet peeve because when he knows he's doing right and somebody's trying to tell him he's doing wrong you almost live in a different world down there the record drivers gonna argue with the popo. oh yeah they, they try to because they all want to mash and get the car but like if we say hey listen you got it y'all like, don't simple- Call for uh, the the record from to y'all's dispatch. Yeah, they'll put it out on a general on a general channel, and uh, you'll we, we fifteen twenty go up. We well, the department I work for now, we don't have a lot of records in the area, so we only use one. But the only one in the area. But my old department, they have a, had a lot of records. What they did is they had a a list, and it went on. You know. You're at the top of the list and you work down, and that's how it goes until you make the rotation. So, if I if, if I go to a crash and it's like, do you have a preference on a record? And they're like, no. It's like send me the next one off the list, and that's just the one that got called. If they ain't available, uh, they'll go to the next one. Oh uh, no, they just they put it out over the air, and when we decide, hey, no more records on scene, like, okay, that's when we'll tell them, and they'll put it out over the air, like, hey, no more records. No, it's uh, definitely a... Uh, it's like a mad dash to you. It's crazy. Oh, it's 100% mad dash. Oh, yeah. Wow. That That's that's different there. It's like, you never had any of the, the wreckers getting a wreck on the way to the wreck? Yeah. For speeding, trying to... Because, you know, they want to make their money. Wow. Oh, definitely. That, that, that's different there. I, I just found it amazing listening to how different things are in different states and stuff like that. Now, if y'all are in the Texas area, you haven't had to deal with any of this uh, unrest and stuff for the past year, have you? Yeah, unrest and, and as in what? Like the, the, the semi, you know, somewhat non-peaceful protest and stuff like that. Yeah, we, uh, we had our good fun weekend of it. I mean, uh, the individual, he was uh, from Houston. So Houston definitely got its piece in about it. But, I mean, it was good overtime. Uh, you know, it was a good time. Yeah, it was just, man, it's just. Yeah, no, it was it was interesting. It's just, uh, I, got, I got my piece of the pie for that one. Yeah, the uh, last one we had down here was with the Alton Sterling stuff, which was years ago. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't on the front lines with it. I, I got assigned to a, a, another part of it. And trust me, I wasn't complaining. <laughs> you know, but it's like, you know, I know some of the guys that were, you know, we we got, my old department has, they have guys that are like, I don't know like what they call it. But anyway, for crowd control and stuff like that, they wear, the you know, the gear and they have all that crap. And they train uh-huh. for it, you know. Getting shit, I mean, like bottles and crap thrown at them and all that shit like that. And I'm like, uh. Uh, no, yeah, I, I feel that. It's like, I don't know. I see that stuff. I mean, it just, <laughs> I can't tell you how bad it pisses me off. Motherfuckers are throwing frozen water bottles and doing all that shit. And they, you know, they want to cry when they get hit by a rubber bullet or something like that. Oh, yeah. No, I, uh, here in Houston, I mean, we didn't really get much of a, we we did get some violent stuff happen where an officer did get hit in the head with a brick, but I mean, uh, once that happened, it te- Texas just doesn't fuck around with that. And I mean, well, by the time that that officer got hurt, they they took off the collar and was like, "Hey, listen, lock everybody's ass up, go get them." And I mean, uh, our uh, our SRT teams they they just started shutting off block by block, and anybody that got caught in a little block just got locked up. Everybody got locked up for inciting a riot. Well, that's good because I don't know. I'm sure you pay attention what's going on. I mean, like some other shows. I mean, I got a lot of I got a lot. Of, one of my highest states on listens is in Illinois, and uh, them poor guys up there in Chicago and stuff like that. <clears throat> I don't know how they do it because you know with Mayor Lighthead or whatever that ugly man. God, that's such an ugly man. And uh, 
they have no backup. Uh, you know, nobody's got their back or nothing like that. And you got all the places like Portland and all them other shitholes and stuff like that. <laughs> just, I just can't deal with it. Thank God here in Louisiana, we haven't really, except for that one time, we really hadn't had too much to deal with it. You know, you got anything else? Mm, nothing that comes to mind. Tell the people where they can find you on TikTok and stuff like that. What was that? You can tell people uh, how to find you on TikTok. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to search me up on TikTok, it's uh, officer.bacon. Uh, you know, uh, all I do is do skits, and I try to show you all that uh, police officers aren't robots, you know, that we got a funny side to it. And that, uh, you know, we just people too. We're just doing a job. And they have That's beards. And we have beards, yeah. <laughs> Y'all can actually see see what he looks like, people. Unlike the Iceman, that's still anonymous. Y'all don't know what I look like. Probably a good thing, because I'm an ugly motherfucker. I'm going to tell you that right now. So, but y'all go check him out. If y'all have TikTok, go check him out. Uh, I don't know if you, have you put anything on Clapper? Uh nope, okay. I'm not. No, Clapper's kind of just like TikTok too. Just it's not quite as fancy on. It's not quite as easy to make videos on it. I found, but mm-hmm. it's pretty. I mean, it's just like TikTok too. But oh, okay, that's interesting. Might, might want to check it out. Have your two oh, yeah. accounts or whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate you. Uh, being on the podcast here uh don't hang up i'm gonna intro out and then uh don't hang up okay sounds good all right everybody everybody knows like i said if you want to be a guest first responders law enforcement medical dispatch corrections any of you want to be a guest hit me up motorcop chronicles podcast at gmail.com on facebook motorcop chronicles podcast twitter's at motor c Best place to get in touch with me is either on email or on Facebook to email me if you want to be a guest. If you just have a story, you want me to, you got a story and don't want to be a guest, write it up and I will do my best to tell your story and keep you anonymous while we do it. Uh, Come back Wednesday, Wednesday night's the live show. Uh, Doc's up in the air right now, not sure with his infection. Come back Wednesday. I got uh, a lot of good stories to talk about, and we're going to do live show. We'll be on YouTube, Twitch, Truvo, and Facebook. To be doing it live, go go like us on any of them. Follow and subscribe, and you'll get the alert when we go live. Usually around seven o'clock as I we go live on the live shows. And uh, everybody, stay safe out there, and remember to always smile because the Ice Man could always be behind you. Up on the throttle This is how legends are made